just in the studio, we're trying to figure out how we engage an audience virtually uh, to keep them locked in and really try and give them the best that, that well, the best tools that we currently have. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Strategy Show. I'm your host, Simon Severino. Every day, we try and bring you a little CEO tip from the world's finest people, smartest and most courageous people we can get you. Today, we have Richard Bowles here, founder of Richard Bowles Learning and Development, five times world record adventurer, and so much more. Hi, Richard. Wow, you've painted me to be something I'm probably not. You've got all these people very, very exciting, thinking, wow, you've got this guy that's done all this crazy stuff, and you know, I'm, I am an everyday guy, but uh, anyway, welcome, and uh, thanks for letting me be on the show. After this introduction, now you have to keep it up, my friend. <laughs> I felt like I should have worn a different attire, but I've, I've come straight from work. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, Richard. What are you currently creating and why? Currently creating, well, look, I'm in the, the corporate education space. So currently, I'm spending a lot of time in a studio um, presenting virtually uh, to people across the globe. So today, for example, I'll be in the studio all afternoon. Um, and that's live, that goes out live. So um, it's, it's in some ways more difficult than it is doing it in person. <laughs> I find it far more tiring and far more exhausting than actually just being on a stage somewhere in, in, in the world. And I thought it would be easier because um, I don't have to travel. <laughs> I have to travel from country to country. But uh, I think the, the traveling gives me the energy that's required too. So anyway, it's a, a long way around to answer your simple question. But really, yeah, we're just in the studio. We're trying to figure out how we engage an audience virtually uh, to keep them locked in and really try and give them the best, that, that, well, the best tools that we currently have. Absolutely. So one thing that we have in common is we were heavy travelers and now we are grounded. How did you cope with it and how is your perspective going forward? Do you plan of doing the same thing digitally or are you waiting for the moment when everything gets back to normal and then you will fly a lot again? You don't actually kind of like it. I kind of like, I kind of like the chaos because my, my work is about challenge, change and chaos and crisis. I mean, this is a perfect time for, for me and my, my organization because this is, the, this is the stuff we have the expertise in. So, you know, when, when crisis strikes, in some ways, it's kind of, for me, it's a whole new adventure. It's kind of like, well, this is the uncertain stuff that I like. This is the, the risky stuff. This is the, you know, the, all those things that, that we go out and, and, and find in, in an adventure so we can do our experiments is exactly the same now in, in, in person. So, you know, really it's, it's a good opportunity for me to, uh, to figure out some, some new ideas some new, stra new strategies and work on the old ones to see if they work in the current cl climate. And that's pretty exciting. Um, and I'm kind of liking being at home at the moment. I don't know. It's, um, it's easy just to go down to a stu studio, do my thing for an hour and then, and then come home. Uh, versus having to travel to an airport and travel to this country, to that country, to that country, and, and never be at home. So, you know, in some ways, I'm I'm kind of enjoying the uh, the time at home. I'm not so much sure if my partner believes that, but um, <laughs> uh, it's definitely a test on our relationship. 
what is your current adventure? You are a five times world record adventurer. What's your current one? Is it being stuck at home? <laughs> yeah, well, totally. This is definitely an experiment. It really is. It's, uh, it's, it's something I say, I'm just trying to work out these strategies I've used in all sorts of adventures across the world. But uh, this one's a, just an interesting one because it, it puts me in, I guess, in a place where everybody else is. And the things I've done, so the last thing I did, for example, was I headed off to India and I spent 10 days working and living on the streets as what they call a hand-pulled rickshaw waller. So most people have probably heard of an auto rickshaw, uh, if they've been to Asia, or a cycle rickshaw. Um, but these are basically two-seater carts that guys, guys pull on foot, uh, and barefoot too. And uh, they live on about $2 a day, if they can earn that. Uh, they sleep on the streets. So I mirrored life exactly the same as the, those guys, trying to live on $2 a day uh, for 10 days straight. Um, so I slept with the rats and the thieves um, and the pollution um, and, tr and tried to work the streets to try and survive on $2 a day. And sometimes I didn't even earn that. You know, it was really, a really hard way to make a living so that was the last the last adventure that was back in uh, December so not that long ago really and uh, we're just in the process of really unpacking that taking a deep dive and a deep ana analysis in the, the findings there and then we sort of what we do is we we test them and then we kind of merge them together with neuroscience and psychology and then we design these development programs for leaders all over the world the highest calling right now is to be of service so the best sales is to not sell at all, but instead to serve the people you care about. Selling is telling. So who do you serve? And how do you serve them? The quality of this experience makes the difference. If you want our experts to go over your current sales funnel and really dive into the experience and the needs of your clients at each conversion point and make it a wow experience, then you are in luck because we have an exercise for you. Our 15-minute sales audit and one-on-one -on -one coaching with a world-class sprint coach. Fill out a couple of questions about your sales funnel and you will have clarity. In your personalized coaching session, you will get clarity on your number one bottleneck, three ideas on how to accelerate your growth, and a tangible sales map on how to double your conversions. Go to strategysprints.com slash sales and do our 15-minute free sales audit today. You run your own company. How old is your company and what's the evolution right now of your company and where do you see it in the future? Yeah, we started back in 2012 and then it was more, well, it's still this still that education, but I guess back in 2012, it was more of the speaking engagements for me. Just had a full flat schedule of speaking engagements. And that's kind of progressed into me really sitting down with a whole bunch of psychological experts and really unpacking all of these things that I've done to really form now this learning and development consult consultancy. Um, so now we literally design and implement these programs for all sorts of different organizations. And I guess going forward, we just want to expand on that. You know, I, want, I really want to go and do a lot more let's call it adventures, but really I like to call them experiments these days. I like to go into some pretty, I guess, dangerous and risky situations and, and really figure out how I or other people sort of overcome 
of the challenges and the change and that kind of crisis that, that happens in these kind of environments. I mean, I'm just so excited to explore that, that area. You know, it's something I really I find fa fascinating and quite a simple process too, to some, to some degree. And it's interesting because a lot of people often say, what does adventure have to do with the corporate world? Well, if you put it like that, nothing at all, like completely zero. But what is the same is, is how people overcome change and overcome challenge. The only difference with going off and doing an adventure experiment is that generally it's put on steroids. So it's just blown up to be bigger than something that happens inside a corporate office. And that makes it a lot easier to really, I guess, look at um, how myself or other people sort of bridge that gap or take that step into uncertainty. I know in my business, sometimes I, I struggle to see uh, the, st the sticking points, but in adventure, it's really, really easy because it's just so clear. It's just blowing up way out of, out of proportion. How did it prepare you for the COVID lockdown? What did you learn about yourself? I was ready for COVID. I think I think I really was like not not as a virus, but I knew something big was going to come along because it always does. And I think that is probably one of the big um, the big problems with most people that I work with. I find is that they just don't they don't see the obvious obstacles that lie ahead. Meaning that you know that we all know we're going to have bad days be it that something changes at work or the environment you're working quickly changes or there's a challenge that gets thrown your, your way. Um, there's a whole bunch of uncertainty on, on the horizon. You know all that's coming, yet people fail to prepare for that. And I find that, that fascinating because we plan for so much in life. Like if you just look in the business world, you have finance plans, sales plans, marketing plans, the, the list goes on. And then people go home and they'll have exercise plans, meal plans, picking kids up from school plans. Um, everybody's making weekend plans and holiday plans. Yet no one plans for the one thing that will always undo a well-tailored strategy. And that is themselves. There's always the other unders the, 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 the plan or, or the goal you're trying to head towards. So people just, I think, most people just avoid the, neg the negative, obvious things that are going to stand in, in the road. Um, and I think we're in a society where we, it's all about positivity and you only have to scroll through in Instagram to see all the positive quotes. And that's important, but I think people sort of drift away from looking at the negative things that are actually going to happen. And when those things happen, how are you going to deal with those things? So they're the things that knock, knock you back or stop you in, in, your, in your way to success. Beautiful. Some people find in stoic philosophy a trigger to think about fear, to think about the, the obstacles and to think about what is really important. If you think of your December expedition, what did you learn about what is really important to you? Yeah, the, the adventures I'm doing more recently are, are kind of, I'm trying to make it about other people. I want to learn about how other people overcome these sort of challenging times. So it was for, this adventure was about the rickshaw, the rickshaw people, uh, and, and not myself. But interestingly, I couldn't have done the projects I've done more recently without of doing doing all the other things I've done before. 
because to live on the streets of India, as you can imagine, is a pretty daunting experience for most people when you're getting covered in rats every night, not, eat, not eating properly, washing in the, the river that's got dead cows floating in it. I mean, it's not a nice environment. But because of, because of the things I've done in the past, it enables me to be quite comfortable in that environment and then really sort of hone in and focus on the people in that environment and how they overcome stuff. And I guess an interesting strategy we can take away from those people that applies to right now is that the, these people are very good at having a routine. I like, and I know we've heard this a lot, well, at least I, I have, I've heard this a lot, that it's important to have a, a, a routine as we're in this sort of lockdown time. Um, and it is, it is important. Um, and they schedule everything from washing first thing in the morning to when they're gonna cook, to the jobs they try and get from the train station, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And one morning I woke up and I said to one of the old, the old uncles who was kind of looking after me, I said, I, I don't see the point in washing this morning. I mean, I've slept on the streets, <laughs> I'm sleeping in the car fumes, I'm sweaty from the day before, and I'm gonna have to wash and then go back onto the street to run this cart around the city behind trucks and fumes and stuff. I don't really understand what's the point in washing. And he goes, well, you have to, because if you don't wash now, you won't wash later on in the day. You don't have the, the opportunity to. And in an environment like this, that can mean life or death. This is when you get disease. This is the, the challenge of living on, on the streets. And I guess a simple analogy for people out there is that, yeah, look how important it is. Like you have to schedule in those fundamentals of your, of your day or your week. You have to schedule those in and, and give them priority because anything can come along uh, and wipe that out. And then it never happens, or at least it sets you behind. Now, as much as I believe in a routine, I think it comes with a bit of a, a bit of a, ca a caveat and it goes back to what I was speaking about before is that you have to have to be able to uh, manage your own emotions because it's your emotions that's going to undo the routine you know you can have the best routine in the world but if you can't manage your emotions I mean that can make you very very sick um, it definitely ruins that, that schedule so really it's about regulating um, your emotions throughout a day or a week uh, in line with uh, a very detailed strategy Let's deep dive there, because right now the emotion of people is low confidence, middle confidence. Can I, can I get through this? Can I rebuild my business? And uh, what, about, what about the emotions? What did you learn about the emotions? Emotions are powerful, aren't they? Super powerful. We're, we're, we're emotional creatures and we're driven by emotions. So, um, I mean, that's a, that has to both be a, a negative and a positive, you know. And look, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all, all about that. There has to be light and shade, you know what I mean? There has to be the, the dark and the light, uh, the black and the white, however you want to put it. Um, so I think, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, you, your emotions play a huge part, I think, in, in trying to achieve anything. And it's a big part of our, of, of our work. I guess on the, on the bright side, I think we should probably have uh, a... Uh, a personal motive that is emotionally driven and I think if you I think you need to have want want a goal or pursue something so much that if it didn't ha happen you'd probably cry um, and as crazy as that might sound to people I think that's how emotionally connected you need to be to a goal and I think if you don't achieve a goal for whatever reason and you're not a little bit I guess pissed off by it or it doesn't ruffle your feathers or agitate you or make you angry or make you cry then you're probably we're never going to achieve it in the first place so i think you need to be really emotionally connected to whatever it is that you're trying to achieve 
And then on the on the dark the darker side, it is it's, it's it's acknowledging all those emotions that you don't want to feel but are going to feel, which is fear and anxiety and overwhelm. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, and really, I believe that they're the ones we have to we have to concentrate on. They're the ones we need to have strategies and, and tools to overcome. Um, because you know we don't have to worry about the positive side of things because when things are good, they're good. <laughs> you don't need to make anything happen there. Um, but when things are bad, they're bad, and that's the sticking point. And that's what really stops people from moving forward, or it at least slows people down a lot. And I guess in a world that is super hyper sped. Um, slowing down really isn't an option.